everyone. Welcome to episode 66 of Tea in the Treetops podcast. I'm Annie. And I'm Philippa and this is the official podcast of the Tea in the Treetops book review blog. Today it's Friday and it's February the 22nd, 2019. Yep. And this week um, it's the launch week for Bardasia, the sixth book in Majoran Chronicles by Lynette Noni. So we are going to give a spoiler-free review of Apparently. The- <laughs> <laughs> probably, we won't talk about Vardasia itself, but just the the first mm-hmm. book, I guess, and the the overall series, and um, and then we're going to talk about we've got a big list as we do. That's that, what we do best, I think, having lists, lists. of stuff. Um, some other school like magical kind of school magical based. school based um, books and series. So, and I'm just going to point out, I hadn't read a single a single Majoran Chronicles <laughs> book. When we did our last recording. <laughs> and, and that was only finished. like three weeks ago. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and if you can hear wind in the background, it's because in Brisbane, like just off the coast of Brisbane, there's a cyclone at the moment. So it's a bit windy. We can't <laughs> get away bit. from it. Just a bit. Um, but anyway, it's at least it's not raining yet. But anyway. Okay. So um, if you enjoy listening to our podcast, you can go to teainthetreetops.com and not only see all the books that we're going to talk about today, mm-hmm. um, but you can also um, buy us a coffee. There's a button there that says buy us a coffee and we'd love you forever if you buy us coffee. All right, before we start um, with the Medoran stuff, I just wanted to mention that the Aurealis Award shortlist came out this week yep. and um, there is some great books on it as well as there always is every year so this is the australian um sci-fi and fantasy awards for so these are are awards for books that came out during last year yep so um and there's lots of categories like children's ya and then there's like um uh, sci-fi and fantasy but also there's short stories novellas and actual books so Mm -hmm. um lots of different kind of things to read but we've got lots of familiar stuff on there quite a few that we talked about last year as well have made it not surprisingly yep Mm. so i mean jay christoph's done really well he's got lifelike has been nominated for best ya novel and the best sci-fi novel yep okay um so is sci-fi then the adult category or is it everything I think it's just like a genre category like i don't so it doesn't matter if it's i'm not sure marketed at whoever it's just a genre. yeah i'm not sure i don't i'm not sure if children's books would appear on the Mm. the best sci-fi list but i'm not sure how they how they categorize it yeah. but um children's books have their own category so we've got the slightly alarming tales of whispering wars which is jacqueline moriarty which oh, you love that was amazing and i still haven't got it yet um this next one surprised me because you've put down his name was walter by emily rodder which was an excellent book but you've got that down for best ya novel to yeah. me that's not a ya novel to me that's a children's novel is it okay it's a children's book middle grade so or maybe the to me maybe it's, it's in classed as in the YA kind of marketing category. Well, if it is, then the slightly alarming tales of the whispering wars should be as oh, well. Okay. Because right. to me, they're very much on parallel. There is a possibility that I've written down the wrong category as well. <laughs> so I'm okay. just saying. All right. <laughs> but anyway, um, oh, you mean don't trust your don't trust what you put down there. <laughs> well, I'll go hunt it myself now me, and but... see. <laughs> I should, but should I? <laughs> All right, go look it up then. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, there you go. Best Young Adult Novel nominations. So it was actually a children's book, See, this is funny. I wonder if this is like, you know, Oscar nominations and Golden Globe nominations. They can pick what ones they put in where, like the 
producers get to pick oh, okay. what they put their things up against and they either get picked or they don't yeah. based on that. But like Game of Thrones, but apparently really strategic. HBO is really strategic about which episodes of Game of Thrones they put oh, in. Oh, no, they always do and, that with nominations. but And maybe HarperCollins felt that they had a better chance winning in the best young adult. And I, I don't know. I, I don't I'm feel sure like it's a young adult novel. Like. I thought it was marketed at 8+. plus. Okay. Eight plus is not a young adult novel, though. I guess the characters were young adults, so yeah. Gosh. I've always wanted to, to to apply to be a judge on this or Elder Swords, because but it's so mm. much reading, like a yeah, lot of reading. It would be, it would be. <laughs> but anyway, some of the books were stuff I would read anyway. So, um, we actually also have to say congratulations to Alison Goodman for her nomination for Lady Helen. Uh, book three, mm-hmm. yep, and and Maria Lewis has got in as well for The Witch Who Caught a Death, which I haven't read yet, but I really want to. Yeah, well, you talked about that last year. I'm positive. Yeah, yeah. I have a copy of it, I think. Oh, but anyway, it sounds great. Um, and also Obsidio, obviously, we mm. knew that was going to be in the best sci-fi category as well. But there's lots of other books there, so go to the Aurealis, yep, um, blog and have a look at the full list. I'll put a link in the notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and congratulations to all the authors who were nominated. Um, so, um, do we want to talk about what we've been reading first? Sure, sure. You start only oh, because you, yeah, we're going to segue into that's uh, right, that's right, exactly. <laughs> well, my my only read recently is Bardesia anyway, since the last time we spoke. So <laughs> I got, <laughs> we're going to segue that way too. I know. Well, I'm I am currently reading something different, which is um, Jenna Guillaume's new book, which is actually coming out next week um it's called what i like about me mm-hmm. which isn't my usual thing it's like a a teen kind of summer romance um contemporary type book. Yeah, yeah but it's 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 so cute it's like um this girl who they're on summer holidays at the beach um in new south wales somewhere and they it's like she's writing to her journal each day and oh, it sounds um, like a ya version of the dork diaries which is yeah, a children's yeah. book yeah <laughs> Which that's me making gagging noises. You don't like because, it. <laughs> well, as as someone whose child has decided she wishes she was a teenager, and so okay. everything team related is awesome. And I'm listening to the audiobook because I refuse to read these books. I've gotten so over it mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. her. No, it's not my cup. <laughs> There's lots of little illustrations in those, right? Those dog diaries ones. Um, yeah. Every time this audiobook goes. Oh, it's an audio narrate, book. Well, we're, she's got them, but we're listening to them at night because I won't read these. I need to be able to switch off. So the audio books I put on instead. Right. But every time these narrators go, squee, and I'm just like, oh, oh nails on the chalkboard. <laughs> nails on the chalkboard. And that is exactly how she does it. Squee. Like, it's oh, often. It's not no. just once in an audio book. This is like every is 10 that, minutes. Is that how you're supposed to pronounce well, that, that is how squeeing wrongly. If that's the I case. know. Well, that is how <laughs> she squeezes oh. anyway. <laughs> so I hope it's better than dog. Yes, it's better. I mean, it's aimed at like just a... when you started saying it was a journal, I was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> um, it's aimed at like a sixteen-year-old girl kind of. Okay, a know, bit above the the tween uh, audience, embarrassing kind of body you know things okay. and whatever but it's very cute I, i'm enjoying it i'm part way in mm-hmm. um i'm going to talk about it next week if you're around next sunday evening i'm going to be talking about it on abc radio oh, mm-hmm. with um with rihanna patrick on her show so 
Um, I think it's like 6.30. Actually, so... don't check it out because it'll be live and I'll be terrified. But anyway, <laughs> um, so also, so I'm if... once I finish that, I'm definitely going on to Wondersmith. I know I've been saying that I'm going to read it for ages, but yes. I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and so you should. And when you do, you'll go, why did it take yeah, me so I long? Know, I know. Um, okay, so tell me what you've been reading. Okay, so since last time I read pretty much the entire, well, I did read the entire Madoran Chronicles. Yes. Possibly something else as well. I don't know. I don't know. It's all faded because I've just binged read <laughs> all six books of the Madoran Chronicles. Yeah. Um, so we can talk about that more shortly. Yes. I did both audio and books in the yeah. end. Yeah. I, I audio booked yeah. when I couldn't. You sit down the first and read. You were only available, right? Other- well, I had to use up Audible credits, and I did. That was what I. That's okay. what I did. But then I got the yeah. Then I got. Then I couldn't wait. Sometimes, so I then had the e-books as well, and I was doing my rotating between the two, mm-hmm. so I could just keep reading basically <laughs> endlessly. Anyway, so I read the entire six books of that. Um, I've also started, I got a review copy of the second York book, which is called Clockwork Ghost by Laura Ruby. Mm-hmm. And I was a massive fan of that. And it's been a couple of years since that first one came out now. Yeah. Um, I think her dad died based on the okay. dedication. I think someone, someone, and I'm assuming it's her father passed away last year. So I'm assuming that's why there's been a delay on this. Okay. But so far it's quite good. Hamilton reference like right up in that prologue. So that was always, <laughs> always awesome. Um, and I also started the audio book. I actually started this. This is a children slash middle grade book. Started this hoping to get my eight-year-old off talk diaries. It has not worked. But anyway, I was interested enough that I've started listening to The Wizards of Once by Christina Cow. Um, so that's who wrote How to Train Your Dragon. Yep. Um, this is much more fantasy-based. But David Tennant is the narrator. So oh. I was like, oh. Oh, this sounds like there's too many good things going for it. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll listen to this. Sounds great. But yeah, basically, I've just fallen asleep when I've put it on. So, well, you know what? I didn't mention it in my thing, but I actually, um, when we were at the library recently, I saw a copy of The Wizards of Once there. I'm like, oh, I was thought this... I wanted to read that, so I picked it up, and we've got it at home. Oh, <laughs> I'm that's waiting funny. to. I don't think Matthew's particularly interested in it. No, but it's I sad am. because Ken I want to read it. Ken, I was like, yeah, no. Stop. The, it's like, got whatever, um, whatever. It, it's similar to um, to How to Train Your Dragon. And it's got little illustrations and okay. stuff too, and it's quite a, a spaced out kind of format. Yeah. So I think it looks like a big book, but it's not really. It okay. is still aimed at middle grade kind of. Yeah, thing. but older yeah. maybe. Like I'm not sure. It's Caitlin thought it sounded a bit dark. Okay, I don't really know anything about it. I just realised, but it looked it looks it's very fantasy. Okay, good. That's Sorcerers, like. warriors, posing sides, Romeo and Juliet vibe, male, you know, except there'll be no love because it's children slash middle grade. But, you yeah. know, the second one's just recently come out, which is probably yeah, why it would be yeah. on display or something. Yes. Yeah. But if David Tennant is reading it, then I might yes. actually have to just get that audio book. Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite a, it's, um, it's nice. It's a nice listen. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Some, some narrators, they really can kill an audio book. That's what it boils down to. But this one sounds good. David Tennant's actually got a, pod, a new podcast out. Did you, did I tell you no. about that? He's, um, it's, I haven't listened to it at all yet, but, um, it sounds like at the moment 
all of the guests that he's having on it are just BBC actors, like yeah. the people he's worked with, like, like um, Olivia Coleman. Come on, and, you owe me a favour. You owe me a favour. Yeah, a few yeah. other BBC actors. But anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll try and give that a listen sometime. Mm. So coming up, I think I've put Baron and Nightingale to the side. The audiobook, it's mm. not as bad, but... I feel like it's too serious. It might be an e-book, not an audiobook read. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Sometimes you've got to pay te- more attention. Yeah, because I'd started it before the Majoran Chronicles, and I was like, oh, I think I need something a bit more lighthearted than this. And then I switched and went, like, well, then that was the next three weeks of my life gone. <laughs> um, so instead, I've decided once I finish these couple, I'm going to do Undying, which is the finish, the conclusion of a duology unearth duology by oh, amy yeah. kaufman oh, yeah. and megan spooner oh, and blood witch by susan dennard which is the final of the witchland series i'm positive it's the final i think it's a trilogy i could be wrong um is out now yep. so they are my upcoming reads awesome mm. i might have to join you in those ones it's, oh, i keep saying that but yes, yes. Anyway, okay. Well, the good thing about having so much to read is you can bump things around. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what your mood is. Mm. Well, we've also got Four Dead Queens there to read now. Oh, I, I really want to get read into that. that. I really Something. want to read that. I'm quite jealous of your copy of that. All right. Well, um, shall we ch- chat about Bardesia? Or at least the Madoran Chronicles? Yes. <laughs> so yes, let's chat. We're going to have um, different viewpoints where. of this because I read the books as they came out over, like, Akane book one came out in 2015, so yes. <laughs> I've, I've read them. So some of them have come out more. Yeah, off. that's still quite a few books, really, seeing the first yeah. one was 2015. She's written more than a book a year. Hmm. Oh, so I'm... you binged the whole lot in, like, two weeks? <sighs> two weeks, three weeks. You were, re- February you were 5th, reading I started. Akane. There we go. Yeah. Akane, February 5th. So what's the date? The 22nd, and I finished by Daisy a couple of days ago. <laughs> It's pretty good. Six books. Good so job. I think there was a couple of audio books in there. That is pretty <laughs> impressive. Yes. Oh, to be not working. Um. <laughs> and not sleeping. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the other problem. Not sleeping. If only not I just have well, three weeks off to read. Do you um, know what, though? I, I found, because I'm going to the gym every day, and that keeps me at the gym. Do you know what I mean? I'm more likely to stay oh, right, if okay. I'm reading yeah, because okay. I'm not paying attention. I'm probably not doing a particularly good job of what I'm doing at the gym, but I'm there. Yeah, yeah, I found that when I was um, running like in the mornings a couple of years ago. I haven't done it for a long time now, but <laughs> I should really do that again. But I was listening to audiobooks and it took my mind off the pain, <laughs> yes, basically. the suffering so, and the pain. That is exactly... Because I was distracting myself. <laughs> That's exactly true. Anyway. Exactly true. So that is partly why I have been as my lady of leisure as well. But that's partly mm-hmm. how I've got in extra. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have to um, say congratulations to Lynette for getting all the way to the end of her series. That's right. Um, we should probably mention what it's actually about. Yeah. So this girl, Alex, has come from our world mm-hmm. and is supposed to be going to a, a boarding school somewhere i get um, she can't is she coming from america i can't it's you not can't really set tell in australia if it's america or the uk with. or something you don't yeah. really know well it's yeah it's not specific but then she ends up at this magical academy instead um i can't she ends up in the middle of a forest i still haven't quite worked out why of all the places that that doorway took her or the library took her why she was there but didn't that, she run into jordan and bear like straight no. away 
So um, I, I don't know. A, I don't like, think this should be. I don't think I this should it, be a so. spoiler. But she comes through, and she sees Avon, and Avon gets all excited and says, "You're the one of my salvation. The prophecy is true." And then we never hear about that ever again. Do you know okay. what I mean? <laughs> like, like that's not part of any of the other prophecy. This is what happens when you binge. You're like, where did that wrap up to? Okay. I'm going to have to read. You're going to find exactly, all the inconsistencies. And, yeah. Look, I'm but, very good when I'm enjoying something. It's <laughs> skipping and ignoring inconsistencies. Yeah. But that one I was like, how did he know? What was he doing there? It was like he was waiting for it, but then nothing was there about it. Yes. It was interesting. Well, anyway. It makes no sense. <laughs> anyway. So there, there's multiple worlds that in this like you know that they visit they go to all places around Medora as well which is the world where the school Mm. is and there's prophecies and you know um, different races and magical abilities and all sorts of stuff. And she's the chosen one. And the best part about it which she chose to ignore was there is a magical sentient library. Yes. Which is my favorite part. That's the best part. That was my favorite part of the first book anyway. Um, yes, and I think the—I mean, without going into any spoilers—I think the um, the the great thing about this series is you can actually because Akane was Lynette's um, debut novel. Yeah, you can really see her, her, her growth her. as yeah. a, as a writer right through the series. Yeah, and yes. Um, look, there's no denying it. That first book or two—it's like the same with the Harry Potter series. The first couple of books, it's not that they're bad. They're good. Yeah. But you could take it or leave it. You know, they're easy and enjoyable. And then by book three, that's where it's like, whoa, yeah, this is really, yeah. you know. Yeah, so if, you, if, you, if you're going to start the series from the beginning, you have to um, read the first. Three. You yeah, have give to the get first to couple three. a go. And then, yeah, get, as it gets on, it gets amazing. So, I mean, she also, um, when Sarah J. Maas came out in, I want to say 2016, mm-hmm. maybe, and they were hung out together at, at supernova that year oh, that we were there okay yeah, so yeah. they became friends and then now like sarah mars is blurbing her books and like they're they're swapping books to to beat her and stuff so that's amazing i think that's really probably oh, helped you can improve, be, you can re- hear that in the in the voices it, that it's, that's funny because um, i hadn't thought in, about that but i actually the way she's written i felt that it had a sarah j mars vibe about it yep yeah and that's why later on <laughs> later on yes there you i feel go. like they became fans of each other and then <laughs> Yes. But anyway. Um, well, I can't believe that you got me a copy of Akane signed at that supernova. Did I? When you worked there. That was wow. how I got it. I mean, I yeah, haven't read it yeah. that entire time. And it's only because you said, <laughs> oh, I've got a copy of the last book. And I was like, oh, I really better Damn get on to that series at some point. And then had those See, audible credits. It was like, meant to be. It's like Finnegan the Rock all over again. I forced you to read it and you enjoyed it after all. I knew I would enjoy it. It was just time. It's only yes. a matter of time. Yes. That's another Hamilton Absolutely. reference that's just gone straight over your yeah, head. It has, anyway. Yeah, it yeah. I'll get it eventually when it comes here. And you just I'll, need I'll to listen it. to it like a hundred times like I have and then you'll be fine. Yeah, okay. when that stage show comes out, I'm scared I'm going to be brutally disappointed because it's not going to match up to the original cast recording. Yeah. It won't. It'll be different. It You'll will be. be. Like, everyone that went That's to the, not how it goes. Everyone that went to the London one can't stand the actor oh. that plays Aaron Burr. He's done it really differently. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. Some some are open to it, but some are really scathing. And I have to admit, I saw I saw one recording they did for like a Tony's or something for okay, yeah. whatever London has for their 
And I was like, oh, that's not right. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sidetrack. Sidetrack. <laughs> I can always get Hamilton into a conversation eventually. Yes. Um, so we don't – we don't even want to say anything else about this series because um, I, I don't want to spoil anything because you need to read it, like, from start to finish. Yeah. So what is good about it is it's magical school related, which is what we were going to then talk about. Yes. Because a lot of people get stuck after reading something like Harry Potter. Yep. Or something like the Majoran Chronicles. And they want more of the same, but different yep. because they run out. Well, we're just trying to work out what it was about magic school books that was so attractive to people. I don't know. What is it? Have you worked it out? Well, I was thinking about it on, on, <laughs> when I was on my way here. and um, I haven't I think... had that philosophical no, no, no. navel-gazing <laughs> thought process yet. Well, you know, when you're driving on a highway, you sort yeah. of have think, weird things like this. But anyway... Um, it's because, like, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid and I was reading books like Harry Potter, it wasn't out at the time, but mm. um, I found it like a fascinating idea that you would go to school and you just stay there all the time. Like, it's it's kind of like a closed system where everyone's got to stay there bubble. all the time. Yeah. And no one leaves and everyone's just got to get on with their stuff all together. And um, I think that community kind of thing really appealed to me. Yep. Even though I'm sure the reality of actually going to a boarding school is... Sucks. Yeah. Is absolutely not like that. But maybe you're living right. in a place with your friends because it sounds even, awesome. <laughs> even when I was seven and I used to read the um, Edith Blyton Naughtiest Girl series okay. and things like that, which is also at boarding, boarding school. school. And I was like, this sounds so cool. I want to go to boarding school. Yeah. And I would have hated it and needed to come home after one day. Yeah, but, I'm you sure. Know. Like, you're going to miss your home and whatever. And yes, you'll be with your friends maybe in, in a you know, dorm or whatever, but it can't be that. As much fun as it sounds in a book. Maybe when you get to uni, like college looks pretty fun. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) That's a bit different. You're ready to escape the parents by then. Yeah, living at home when you go to uni isn't isn't a whole lot of laughs. Anyway, um, (laughs) speaking from experience. (laughs) But anyway, we've got a big list of books here that we we can recommend. Yes. So we've split it up into different Of which I've actually read all. I've read... Well, I haven't read all of Miss Peregrine's, but I've read all of the middle grade ones. Yep. I don't know if you have. Yeah, so we've got some middle grades that are similar of reading age to Harry Potter. We've mm-hmm. got um, some YA ones that are a little older, and then there's like the actual mature reader ones, which, I mean... Still YA, but we were, the... we were both sort of probably pretty young when we started reading adult-type books anyway, so... Whatever, whatever age you are, you can probably read these ones. But they do the older ones do have um, more violence, a lot more violence, and and probably sex as well. So anyway, mm. do you want me to read the middle grade ones? Sure. So the we first one, we can talk about each of them. Okay. So the first one is probably the world's most well-known one. And that's Harry Potter by J.K. Yeah. Rowling. Just in case you've been living under a bridge and you've never heard of it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty similar to um, Akane in that. I mean, sorry, Akane is probably similar to Harry Potter <laughs> since yeah. it came first. Yeah. And then they've got different um, subjects that they do, and you know. Well, they discover that they've actually got gifts or magic or whatever. It's that same coming of age. <gasps> There's something special about us. Yeah. We get to go to a special school, and yep. all of a yep. sudden they don't do normal maths and English. I don't know how any of these people can write because nobody <laughs> seems to do literature or English anymore. There's no curriculum. But, <laughs> but there's definitely no NAPLAD testing. No. Common Core in the US, whatever it's called. But 
<laughs> they have more important skills to learn, like fighting and combat. Like archery. Archery. But um, Harry Potter, obviously. History of magic. Is that one of the subjects in Harry Potter? Yeah. <laughs> Divination. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, important skills for life. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. Um, obviously, we don't need to say a lot about Harry Potter. I should have brought my. I, I should have like brought my Harry Potter. Um, my uh, what do you call it? The trivia game, and then we could have had a round of that. The reality is, we don't need to sell Harry Potter on people. No, <laughs> no, no, Listening no. to this, has, Any, I'd be surprised. Who's thinking about reading Medoran Chronicles as pretty much guaranteed to have already read Harry either Potter. read or watched Harry Potter. That's so exactly right. That's exactly right. I do feel Medoran Chronicles is quite a young YA though. It's not middle grade. But it's a youngish YA, yes. I feel. At least at the start. From the I mean, content, it's definitely. Later on, it gets a bit more. But it's no different popular. to the end Harry Potter books. If you're yeah. old enough to read the Harry Potter books all the way through, you're old enough to read Medoran Chronicles. Yep. I yeah, think they're a good the complementary. The same age group kind of of the protagonists as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, at the end, yeah. Not at the beginning. Harry Potter's oh, yeah, only 11. Yeah, that's right. It's like a smaller She's time 16. scale. She's 16. Yeah. In any case, I'm not even going to sell it. There's no need. I don't need to say anything. It sells itself. Uh-huh. So I've also added in, um, we've got like different copies of this same document. Um, <laughs> Narnia, the Narnia Chronicle uh, series. Oh, they're called Narnia Chronicles as well, maybe? Oh, anyway. The Chronicles of Narnia. The Chronicles of Narnia. There you go. I was thinking Chronicles and I was getting confused. C.S. Lewis, um, Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I've only added that because it is similar in that um, people from our world going into a parallel world. So the age groups are different. They don't go to school while they're in Narnia. No, they seem to get they, out of school They don't do school. They just become kings and queens and grow up there and then come back. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is the parallel worlds type deal with going through a door and ending up somewhere else. Yes. Yes, that is true. That is true. <laughs> and if you've got a Harry Potter reader who hasn't read, uh, I mean, na- the Narnia series is very old now. It was like See, that's published the, in the, fi- yeah, the 40s this, or the 50s, 50s or something. So this is a problem with Narnia, though. The language is quite complex it is, because yeah. it's much more formal than what we would get today. That's right. And they do, it is like wartime England and they do use words that are not commonly used anymore. That's right. So, um, so I'm, but my eight-year-old actually... Well, my seven-year-old actually read a lot of, like, maybe four of them out of this series Gosh. and loved it. So I don't okay. know I don't know how much of it actually went in, but he seemed to enjoy it enough yeah. to keep going. So, mm. so yeah, it's worth a try. Okay. Um, next on the list, I think we have Magisterium. The Magisterium series by Cassandra Clare, Holly Black, which got absolutely... Um, when it, the very first one came out, which was a while ago now, it got yeah. absolutely slandered as being a Harry Potter ripoff. And I'm just like, hello, we've got a whole list of these sorts of books <laughs> which are technically Harry Potter ripoffs. But let's just single out one set. Yeah. Anyway, it's only because we know we are obviously like, and Holly are like popular authors. That's why they got panned for it. Yes, there's more, and I'm like, I'm not even going to go there. Let's just that's old news. Anyway. <laughs> It's a great series, though. It was a great series. I unfortunately never read the last one. They never on Box put the final oh. book up on audio um, as an audio book. I think I've only read So them. I've read the first four. I'm pretty sure there's yeah. five, and I've read the first four. Okay, I need to get um, into that. It's quite good because it, it's a little bit of a spin. It's definitely still a magical school, which is quite cool. You know, they've got awesome food and all the rest of it, yeah. and, you know, mysterious 
tunnels that take you to random places and all of that sort of stuff. Um, definitely lots of adventure, but I think what makes this one quite interesting is that the protagonist who you like isn't necessarily a good person. There's a real flip. Oh, is he a prote- right. you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's it's not a hero. Well, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. Yeah. So that's quite an interesting take for that genre, like for that age group, because I don't think there's that much. You know, it's very hard to have a character that's likable that you're rooting for, that you actually don't know if at the end of the day is going to be a problem. And I don't know if he is a problem in the end or not because yeah, I never read the end. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Well, given it's, it's middle it's, grade, it's not like likely to have a. There'll ending. be something redeemable <laughs> in yeah. the end. Something redeemable in the end. But it's um, it look they're easy reads and they're good reads, and I definitely think they're a good one. Probably, uh, maybe a little bit younger than Majoran Chronicles. I don't know the end Harry Potter's. Maybe a little bit simpler. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it's. I think it's aimed at middle grade, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon almost like a, a an advanced eight year old could probably read the beginning mm-hmm. ones of those. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Mm. And then one of my favourites series, and I don't really know if we should include this, but we will because they're so popular. It's not technically a school. It's a camp, and that's Percy Jackson by Rick Riordan, which they're just amazing books. They're so funny, and Rick Riordan has the best wit um, that you just can't... I don't know. I find every every bit. I'm chuckling all the way through it, and I don't know if a kid gets it quite the same way. But for me, it was very entertaining as an adult mm-hmm. to to read the Percy Jackson series. And Percy Jackson's likable. Yep. You know, he's the underdog again who finds out that he's actually special. It's a very big theme for these sorts of books. Yeah, you've got to be the yeah. chosen one. Yep. And look, he, it's even though it's not a school, it is a camp, and they're still learning to be demigods at the camp. So yeah, that's. It's still, still school-like. It's still, it's still yeah. a school-like. Yeah, that's right. They don't have to go every day. They don't do English and maths. Oh. But neither do they at Hogwarts. Neither do they at the Midori Chronicles. So we're, right. we're sweet. No one needs to write or do no basic maths literacy. skills. No one needs to be able to, you know, add up their supermarket shopping or <laughs> calculate a percentage off the top of their head clearly. No. Why would you? <laughs> um, so next on the list we've got Nevermore by Jessica Townsend. Mm-hmm. Um, which of course you've read book two and I have not That's yet. That's right. But um, it's a little different to the your, your usual kind of magic school because she gets taken away, um, so that she doesn't die. Is that right? Yeah. I can't, I, it's been so long since it, I read the there first is, one. There is, isn't it? It's it's um. I still don't quite get why that was, but it's like to a different world. It's like a. It was a prophecy or something. Or no, what? no, all these kids that are born on a certain day, they're oh, going die right. on their yeah, 11th birthday. Die, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. never come up again, so I, I don't really oh, know if that was okay. just a way to get her into well, there. Well, she goes to a, to yeah. the hotel and and then she does get taught by people. Like, she gets she learns stuff there, so, so book, it's book kind two. of like schooling. Well, no, book two is all about schooling. So they go oh, right, okay, to okay. Um, the – oh, gosh, is it an academy? Is it a – she gets accepted into the society, and the, oh, yeah, the society one, has wondrous a school. Society. Yeah. Yes, so I remember that. She goes to the wondrous society school. Jeez, we should really get more prepared for these things. <laughs> I think it's a school. I'll cut that. I'll cut that. <laughs> like academy, school, society. Yeah, whatever. No, she she does go to classes. She gets an education. 
Good. Okay. Okay. That's good. Does she do English and maths? No. Oh, oh dear. No, hers is. Yeah, she gets burnt. She gets burnt a little bit. Morrigan. You know, we'll anyway, have, I think we should make. Um, I think we should make a recommendation for people uh, thinking of writing a magic magical school boy academy you don't have to actually write about like english classes or whatever but just have it on maybe just mention table. mention that they do that because you know it's kind of important hey thing. look at the, in our in our carne they do chemistry some of them do they chemistry do. they just yeah. bear is a yeah, chemistry right. whiz yeah. they got yeah. chemtech and they don't even call it alchemy it's actually called chemistry so, and they have technology there too so they must have some maths Maybe we just don't hear about it. Mm. Um, so then we've got um, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children by Ransom Riggs, which is also not particularly a school book, but they live in a house together. See, I read the first book and I've never read the others. Everyone raves about them. Yep. No, they're so I really liked the first one. I liked it. I didn't love it and mm. I wasn't inspired to keep going. I think if you had a physical copy because they had all the pictures and things in it, it might be yeah. better. I, well, I did I an I got audio. It oh, sorry, I did it on ebook. So I think I got I think I had a physical copy and um it had pictures in it. It was it kind of creepy like the story. But it's it's kind of like quirky gifted people. Yeah. Um and they're all living together yes so it's kind of it's it's kind of like a boarding school yeah in in that in that environment they, they do live away from that i feel families. like we've written this list and then we've had to justify we've put every <laughs> single <laughs> thing on this <laughs> list <laughs> <laughs> okay well the last one for the middle grade section which i have not actually read and you haven't read for a long time i read when i was 14 man that was a long time is ago it, is it a Wizard of Earthsea by Ursula Le Guin, which is um, like a classic of fantasy. It is very classical fantasy. Um, what what date does it say for the publication? Oh, well, this copy was published in 2004, but it's been published before that. Oh, just a second. Oh, 1968. 1968. There you go. So it's <laughs> a, prop, say, a well, proper classic. Well, that's not right because... <laughs> You know, I read that when I was 14, and trust me, I was not 14 in 2004. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, di- I didn't even – I've heard of it so many times before, but I never realised it had anything to do with, you know, a, a young guy who goes off to a school. So I might have to actually try and read that series now. It's like a trilogy, I think. It's a quartet. Oh, quartet, and, okay. Um, I remember thinking the first one was really good, and then I wasn't a big fan of the others, I don't think. But they – yeah, look, it's been way too long since I've since I've read this. I, I, I don't remember any school bits, but I'll take your word for it. Well, it was on a list for Oh, he's schools. tested. He's tested. And then taken away. Okay, so it's like, you know how they go and get tested. Well, you know, in Harry Potter, they just know that they're magical. He's tested. He's, yeah. He tests positive for magic. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and off he goes. But I'm like... But I'm like, gosh, there's so many more books we could do. Like, Wheel of Time, like random country bumpkins, and they have people come and test them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think it's similar to, like... It's a big trope. Porn of Prophecy kind of, you know, David Eddings series yes. where he get, But he... I think that's, like, a prophecy thing. Like, he comes along and sees him and go, hey, you're the guy. Come with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should reread that series, actually. Anyway, okay. Let's go on to I YA. I find it terrible. If we read it oh now. yeah, I, I don't doubt that. I first I first <laughs> read it in um I was thirteen when maybe I read grade it. eight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so first up on the list, um, 
I had to mention since we were talking about Harry Potter similarities that um, Carry On by Rainbow Rowell um, had to make the list. It is, it's a second book in the in after, that comes after Fangirl. Do you remember okay. when I, I was talking about that? So in Fangirl, there's this the, this girl who writes Harry Potter fan fiction. Like it's not Harry Potter fan fiction. It's it's fan fiction for this um, Simon Snow character, which is which is based on Harry Potter and in Carry On is actually the book that she has written about this magical it's the school. Fan fiction. It's the fan fiction. Oh. So it's not Harry Potter. It's not actually Harry Potter, but it's a magical school based on Harry Potter where the um, the guy who's Simon, who's basically a Harry kind of stand-in, um, actually is in love with the guy who's the antagonist basically okay. and they they have advent they have an adventure like it's a it's a proper story it's like supposed to be the the finale in like a series yeah okay and it's it's great it's so sweet and it's really um it's a really kind of nice romance as well as being like a kind of a cool i mean i i wish there were actually the previous books available <laughs> no she just wrote this one and made it the finale kind of thing Simon and, um, Snow book one are you sure because it's written down here as book one yeah I mean maybe she's going to write another one. Oh, oh, Wayward, sequel to Carry Wayward On Son. expected <gasps> 2019 so there you go your oh, Christmas has came early oh I loved it so much and and for like a, a person who re- now reads fan fiction and, and writes a little bit of it um it was just it was a love letter to fandom basically <laughs> even more than the, the actual book fangirl was yeah so um really good really worth a read but only i think um it's more aimed at, at definitely at ya like it's not maybe it's for older harry potter fans <laughs> i don't know i don't think it would be considered as a middle grade at all it's got a lot more kind of teenage themes Okay, I will take your word for it. It doesn't sound like a normal Rainbow Rowell book. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's um, it's like it's basically Harry Potter, but uh, okay. But because she, because it's blatantly meant to be like Harry it's, Potter, it's supposed it's okay. to be like yeah. Harry Potter fan fiction without actually mentioning anything about okay. Hogwarts or yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's good. Oh, I'll take your word for it. You can read the next one. But it might be worth reading, uh, if you're going to read Carry On, it might be worth reading Fangirl first just to set the scene kind of thing. Yeah, Because, yeah. Um, yeah, otherwise you may not understand some of the stuff that's going on in there. Mm. Um, so, next, so next, I'm just going to say, Academy. you actually had written Vampire Diaries and I was so oh, confused I? because I was like, that's Vampire a TV show. Diaries is also a series of books. Oh, oh okay. But okay. I was like, is that... Like really, a magical school? I don't think so. She just goes to a normal high no. school. And Thank I you realized, for understanding what I meant. And then I realised Rochelle <laughs> Mead didn't write Vampire Diaries. I'm like, oh, Vampire Academy. <laughs> this is a quintessential. It's been around forever. Um, standard YA vampire. YA. Um, it's just instead paranormal of paranormal magic people, it's vampires. Yes. It's not. They're not all vampires. They're vampires and. Gosh, it's been oh, a long time. Right. Like defender yeah. type people, yeah, yeah. defenders of vampires, protectors of vampires. Are they Grigori or something. Okay, yes, there's like different that's vampire right. there's lore the names. Two, and like they sort of are linked. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. the two main I, characters. I think I only read the vampire. first book. I read them all. They were awesome, but it's been a long time. Yep, it's been a long time. But again, they're at a prestigious boarding school type yep. thing, and lots yeah. of um, teen drama type lots thing. Of, yeah. That's exactly right. Lots like of mean fighting, girls, kind lots of, of love, yep. vampire politics, that sort of thing. Yeah. 
you live that it's long. Like a quintessential naughties kind of, you know. <laughs> I should, yeah, anyway. It's got to be a charmed vibe about it or something without it being charmed. I don't know why. Yeah. Mm. It's that paranormal romance kind of thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. All right. Mm. Now, I actually only ever read the first book of this, though it was a good first book, and that's Ink and Bone, the Great Library series by Rachel Kane. Yep. And that's again, they do. They have to do a test to see if they can get yeah. into the so this special is the pyramid series, type Yeah, this thing. is a series where the Library of Alexandria was never destroyed and yes. it is now the dominant kind of religion in the world, I, I guess. They control Read, they don't, they, they everything. Don't, have, don't they not have books? They have like... Yeah, there are books they and have they have like a black market for book, like for real books. For actual physical books because yeah, everyone's got like got a... A tablet that's A got, tablet, but they can rewrite the books yeah they control who has access to yes and and the contents yeah that's right and yeah there's these kids get sent to this um school in egypt where they're going to become librarians or something similar basically so (laughs) they're going to get to touch the real thing (laughs) yeah uh and there's like yeah black market trade in books and you know, obviously something's – it's like basically a dystopia, like something's going on behind the scenes that no one knows about and they find out about it. And I've read the first – There's some scandal with the creation of a printing books. press or something like that. Yeah, because like, some guy oh. – one of the students invents something like a printing press and, and they get – it's been invented multiple times and destroyed. destroyed yeah. And that's all I remember. Suppressed. Like, yes. Yeah, so anyway, it's worth a read. I'm pretty sure there are three books – out oh god i'm positive it's finished the series um shadow and quill i think it's one of them um oh what's the books called in combine i've got three of them i think i've only read two bone paper and fire ash and quill smoke oh no there we go there's five oh my god five hasn't come out yet sword and pen that's coming out this year. Yeah. Okay. Better right, get, get on with get reading on the it. other ones. <laughs> get back into it. If I remember correctly, it was quite a long book, the first one. It was quite long and it was a bit of a slow read. Oh, okay. I could be wrong on that the fir- one. The first one was more of a the magic boarding school type thing. And then the second one is when it all starts going wrong and they have, you know, a plan to overthrow things and then... I don't know what happens in book three because, but I have it. I just maybe haven't I read have it, so read I need first, to get Maybe I read that. the second one too. I can't remember. But anyway, it was it was good. Yes, it is. It's it a good. unique, unique take on the magical school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that is Hex Hall by Rachel Hawkins, which I have read, and I am positive this is a very. She's quite a quirky writer. Like it's it's quite easy, entertaining writing if I remember correctly. Yep. Now I'm positive. It's a school for like demons. Okay. Or to teach demon hunting. I read this a long time ago. There's a couple of these series that I don't know why they weren't more popular. Yeah. Because I felt that they fit these type of, you know. Okay, witches and demons. So it's witches and demons, warlocks, that type of thing. Okay. Um, How many are there in the series? I'm pretty sure it's a trilogy. Yes. Um, oh no, there we go. There's vampires in there too, apparently, and ghosts. So it's a school, but it's a, it's like a reform school. So she's been naughty. Oh, so okay. she has to go to Hex Hall as sort of punishment. Right. Um, but yeah, 
it, it was quite an entertaining setting and is it also like is it a bit like vampire academy with the it's probably drama? a bit more like vampire academy than harry potter but um lots of action there's lots of action <laughs> i don't know anything <laughs> the about novice. novice okay so the, no- the novice by um taron matharu um has i believe three books out now maybe even four mm-hmm. um I read this a few years ago and I I have like two or three of them but the first book was very it reminded me a lot of World of Warcraft because oh, um, this guy I goes to a it. school um, where and he it, it's a magical school but they they summon demons so they're basically like a warlock you've got this demon well, following you around it's called the summoner if I yeah. remember correctly yeah so you summon yeah. demons and, and there's different levels of demons you can summon and um, oh. you have to build up power or something to do it i i it was it's been a few years since i read it but i remember it having a very world of warcraft feel to it mm. and um well not not so much a, a feel to it it's just when i was reading it i was like this guy has to has to be a, a wow player yeah because it feel, you just had a few references that felt a bit like that Maybe but I, I really I, I enjoyed it and it is yeah there's at least three books out yeah already so yeah worth a go mm-hmm all right, and I think the final one we've put in our way, I've read, it's been a long time since I've read, and that's the Mythos Academy series yep. by Jennifer Estep. Now, I remember really liking these. I don't know why they weren't more popular, but um, basically it's a school, it's, it's got a real like Greek mythology bent on it because, you know, some of the warrior-style guys are called Spartans. Um, okay. She's got magical abilities it's it's very much not just magic it's definitely got a big warrior element they're all training for combat type thing and there's a lot of mythology and gods type in the background like you know magical artifacts go missing Mm. people are dying she's investigating bits and pieces you know she's in love with the hot guy is he good is he bad right yes sounds like a standard kind of lots of love ya like lots of love interest you know i think the second or third book is set on their their ski camp oh wow (laughs) you know they've gone on a ski camp and something goes wrong but you know yeah they're trapped in 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 the snow in a blizzard somewhere and they see they some scary looking or... wolf demigod or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But, oh, yeah, there's something like that, I'm sure, happening in every book. And she's always got a reason why she shouldn't hook up with him or whatever. And, yeah, all the but rest she does. of it. Of course she does. <laughs> and she hooks up with him multiple times and they rescue each other and all the rest of it. But um, yep. they were a lot of fun. <laughs> Definitely more teen romance YA than a Harry Potter. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, but they've got a cool library, I'm pretty sure, in that book too. Yeah, the oh. Library of Antiquities. Ooh, well, you got to have a good library in, in a... That's Absolutely. the other thing you must have in a <laughs> magical school story, yes. a library. That's right. And there's billions of those. I couldn't tell you how many off the top of my head, but at least six. Oh, yeah, six. <laughs> I was <laughs> right, at least six. It was six, with a few Did you novellas. read all of them? I'm positive I did, or I might have not read the last one. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure I did read this last one. I think I've read them all. I haven't read any of the novellas. Yeah, but listen, look at that. There's lots of stuff on Loki. I forgot about that. Oh. Like lots of different, you know, that's not Greek mythologies. <laughs> no, it's not just all Greek. It's all okay, of them okay, are all okay. mixed in together. Right. Type so thing. it's it's a bit like um and Fenrir pups and things like that. Yeah, Valkyries. It's mixing them all up. Okay, in one big. That mythology. sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It was fun. It was fun in a lot of yeah 
just a little bit more romantic, perhaps, and action-based. That sounds good to and me. some of these other ones, yeah, it's not the end of the world. Okay, mm. all right. So then you want to do some all of the right, older so ones? All right, so yeah. I think you've read all three of these. I have read all these. Um, so we've just got a few older ones that obviously they've got a bit more mature kind of themes in them. See, um, Nevernight by Jay Kristoff, of which the third book which is about to come out soon. I think this was technically marketed as an adult book. I hope so because it kind of really is an adult book. I read the first one. It's got I'm a like, young protagonist. I think that's the only reason yeah, that it might have been Yeah, and they included. are still in a training school. <laughs> they are. Right. So, this, um, so Mia um, is chosen to go to a, an academy for training as an assassin. Um, that's right. And there's lots of blood, lots of kind Death. of... Death. You know, murder and, um, and also sex scenes, like actual... I'm I'm trying to remember how explicit they are. Oh, but actually, they no, are there was proper. only, and I only remember that because I remember hearing him talk, and he yeah. started saying, "I think that him and his wife reenacted stuff to make sure it worked or something." That was like too Whoa, much detail, too, too much, much detail for a for a. Um, <laughs> I remember him saying that he was embarrassed to let his mum read it or something because he'd written these like explicit scenes. He was like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> but anyway. Um, so it's, maybe it's, for your 17-year-old, awesome 16, 17-year-old, not yeah, your, not yeah. your 12, 13-year-old uh, just starting high school. We probably read that stuff. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I will forever that. say I read all the Pern books and I read yeah. um, Flowers were, in the Attic. They were graphic. Well, they mated and had relationships and yeah, they all did. sorts of stuff. I, it so wasn't particularly explicit, but it, yeah, they definitely did, did and do. And I did Flowers in the Attic and that was like a book on incest and stuff. So, oh, okay. I mean, I read them when I was 12, 13. I'm sure I could have survived this. I, I won't be letting it near my children. <laughs> Hopefully it'll go on the top shelf where they can't quite reach. Although Matthew's getting very tall, I'm sure he'll be able to reach the top shelf. My suggestion is don't let him think he can't read it and he won't read it. <laughs> the second you say, I think this is too old for you. Yeah, that's yeah. when he'll go. I'm reading it, and I'm reading it now. <laughs> yes. So on the subject, I've of, only read of, the first um, one, so I don't know how much worse it gets in terms of gruesome. Oh, it's the same. It's it's uh, the same kind of. I I don't think it's any more gruesome, but the second one is still pretty bloody, and yeah, there's more. Weren't they this assassins? It wasn't wasn't graduation basically? If you've survived. Then yeah. you get to graduate. Yeah, yeah, because all the stuff that they had to do Could for kill assessment them. involved killing them if yeah. they didn't get out of it. Yeah, that's about. right. Oh god, that's right. It's been a while. <laughs> I did that as an audio book, and that's one of the worst narrated audio books. I, oh, I, no. I really didn't like that voice. Okay, it worked enough. for it, I guess. I should have done it as a book. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, speaking of of random sex scenes that I wasn't expecting, um, the magicians <laughs> by Lev Grossman. Um. I recommend watching the TV show. <laughs> the t- the book is, I-, I believe it gets better because it's a trilogy, right? There are yeah. three books. It gets better as it goes on because it follows Quentin um, who starts out um, going to this, like discovering he has magical abilities and yeah. going to this magical university, Break Bills. We've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. Um, I got quite into it for a bit there and you got quite into it for a bit there. Yes, I love it. That's um, right. And the, so he is in the first book. All the way through his schooling, he's he's quite depressed during the whole time at school and what happens after. Um, Which isn't the case in the TV show. Well, he kind of is because a lot of really bad stuff happens to him. But, you know, 
it he, doesn't come across. He's as not. Much. The, I think the, the TV shows are much more ensemble thing. Like everyone has their own stories. Where in the in the book, it's mainly his kind of focus. Yeah. So it's, um, it's re- he's really whiny. Um, but You're apparently, not the only in the person later books that says that. Better. <laughs> so I, I mean, you give the book a go, but I recommend the TV show because it's great. All right, and the last book we've got on the list is The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Something that's been on my um, to read list for like the last. Out. 10 years or something well it has just come up to its 10th anniversary yeah so fact, i've probably so. had it on there since it first came yeah. out this is the one with the tree or is that the magicians the magicians is the, the one ch- with the tree yeah, picture that's right this is still being in in my interior. so the second book ha- has come out and i have not it took read forever it. right to yes come out? and that even that was quite a few years ago um but the first book oh, is great so it's top yeah. so this guy has gone to it's similar in similar to magicians um Kvothe has gone to a magical university mm-hmm. and he's but he's the way it's told is that he isn't older now and he's telling his story to someone else so okay. you never know how much of it's actually true because he could be embellishing or whatever but okay. it's um it's very good and I still need to read Wise Man's Fear which is book two I feel terrible that I haven't got so to that, that came yet. out in 2011 I know I've had a copy for pretty much since I read the first one and I still haven't read it but but it does involve a, a university for some of it, and it's great. Um, and I have to mention that the, the third book we just mentioned has a name, Doors of Stone. And if you go to the page on Goodreads, Patrick actually left a review, and he says the reason that people have left five-star reviews on it is because they must be time travellers <laughs> that really loved his books book. and came back yeah. and gave a oh, I love it. that. Oh. Definitely love to see a Doctor Who fan. But anyway, um, I think that's all we've got. Oh, my God, there were so many, and not many of them were actually, like, real magical But they all were. They all still fit with the theme in their own special way. So if you can think of ones that we've missed. Of which there will be billions. I'm sure there must be a lot more of them. Um, Please let us know. And um, because I love reading magic school books, I think they're just, I don't know, something about them that just... Maybe I just want to go to a magic school. That would be great. Well, deep <laughs> down, doesn't everyone things. want to get their Hogwarts letter or some I equivalent? Know. I don't think I'd want to go to Arcane, to be completely frank. The idea of those classes, yeah, that was... Nasty. I'm sorry. I don't think one I'd... where you've got to like, creep through the forest. I was like on her night. first day where she had to just run laps of the oval. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I'd suck that, lolli- I'd suck that lollipop and I'd get... Um, I get completely and utterly. Um, you can send those things to us. Um, you can email it to us at contact at tntreetops.com or you can tweet at us at ttreetops or at Oaken Bookcase. You can also find the list of all the books and other things we've talked about in this episode as well as all of our book reviews at the Tima Treetops blog, tmatreetops.com. Thanks so much for listening. Yep, we hope you've added some books to your list again, mm-hmm. yet again. We're good at doing that, aren't we? <laughs> Uh, And we'll talk to you again soon. Ciao. Bye.